911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And in today's episode, I thought that with how crazy the world always seems to be and with this endless level of distraction that we keep stepping into day after day after day, that we can sit back and talk a little bit about some techniques that might help you to actually concentrate. Now, why is that so important? I don't know if you've ever had this experience where you do something like pick up a book and You know how the first page of a chapter is usually a half page and you start to read that half page and for some reason you go to turn the page and then you realize you have no idea what you just read. So maybe you go back and you read it again and for some reason you still don't grasp the concepts of the words that you just allowed your mind to skim across. So maybe you put down the book altogether. Maybe you get frustrated with yourself. I know exactly what that's like. In fact, I had a time in my life where I felt like I had so much to do and this level of distraction and overwhelm just became too much for me to handle. And I stumbled upon somebody named Jim Quick. Now, if you're not familiar with Jim Quick, he is essentially the man who will optimize your level of thinking, concentration, retention, and most importantly, your memory. He offers a lot of different training. I've purchased his training programs myself. I've gone through them. I've actually shared them with people. And what I discovered was that this man, Jim Quick, he actually had a brain injury as a child, and he was referred to as the boy with the broken brain. Can you imagine going throughout elementary school and junior high and high school and then being referred to by your teachers as the boy with the broken brain. So in his mind, he always thought that he was a deficit, that there was something wrong with him that could never be repaired. And as he got older, he started to realize that the problem wasn't necessarily his brain injury and the problem wasn't necessarily him not being able to conceptualize and to do things in the equivalent way of his fellow students. But for him, he was never taught how to improve on the basic skills, the fundamentals that we are taught, we're all taught when we're very young. What does that mean exactly? Well, we're taught how to read, but we're never taught thereafter how to become better readers. And when you think about all the different classes that you can take in college and all of the different courses that are out there, none of them are focus-driven on how to improve on the most fundamental skills. We all have the fundamental skills that we use on a regular basis, And we go about them on a baseline. And we do that because there's nothing that's allowed us to elevate ourselves in a way that we can be as proficient as possible. Now, with Jim's programs, his his reading one in particular, I was able to improve my reading comprehension, my reading speed from a baseline of 525 words per minute. That means that I would read 525 words per minute to upwards of 850 words per minute just by going through his class. And this isn't one of those those quick reading skills that you kind of skim across and you skip a bunch of shit and then you retain only what you retain. This is from from start to finish verbatim. And it was an incredible experience for me because it really lit up the light for me in understanding how much I needed to improve on my own fun, my own fundamental skills. Now, there was an interview that he recently did with a gentleman by the name of Don Dapani, D-A-N-D-A-P-A-N-I. And Don Dapani was a monk 
for 10 years and he spent 10 years perfecting concentration. Now, that's another one of those fundamental skills that we don't realize we're getting further and further away from. Even something like reading, for example, how many, um, and I'm certainly guilty of this because it's one form of consuming content, but how many times would we rather listen to content instead of sitting down and being active with the material and physically reading a book, for example, or an article, for example, instead of watching the video that's associated with the article? And when he's talking about concentration, he, he mentioned the most simplistic skill, something we can all do and apply right now that helped him to build that muscle in his brain. We have something called neuroplasticity, and that helps us to build our brain connections with the certain things that we're trying to do when we intentionally apply them. Now, what he's explaining in this particular video is the importance of making sure that just as we know that if we eat junk food, that's going to go against us trying to be a better performer when it comes to our physical health. However, if we're constantly hitting the gym and we're working out our muscles, it's something that over time, it starts to become a habit. And then when it becomes a habit, us not doing that particular thing starts to make us feel tired. It makes us feel weak. It makes us feel sometimes guilty. I know I feel guilty when I don't work out. And what he explains with this simple skill is the act of focusing on one thing at a time. And I know I've mentioned that many times and just how important it is for us to understand that although we think that we're this powerful being that can multitask and do so many things at once, we're actually fooling ourselves because we can't exert the utmost level of performance on everything that we do when we're trying to do everything at once. So this tip that he suggests here in order to work out this mental muscle of concentration, especially when we're so full of distractions like the notifications on our phone and even sirens outside, the TV is blaring, the commercials that come on that have these, these, these mental cues that are designed to make sure that you get distracted and that you want to do something else to sit down and focus on one thing and one thing only. And as we sit there and we focus on this one thing, we'll, we'll start to see that our mind will begin to wonder. And when our mind begins to wonder, we notice that and we pull it back in and we allow our focus to be maintained on that one particular thing. And we can use the reading a book as a perfect example. If you're sitting there and you're reading a book, well, if you know you're gonna focus on this one thing, you probably don't wanna have your phone nearby. If you know that you're going to focus on this one thing, it might be beneficial for you to be sitting in a room where you're all by yourself. It might be beneficial to make sure that you don't have the television on to where your mind starts to cue in on what it thinks is more relevant on that black box. And to sit down and to start to read those words on the pages. And as you're reading it and you're completely focused on it, one thing that has helped me immensely is I'm always consuming content in a way to where I'm going to teach it to somebody else. Now, why do I do that? The reason why is because when we teach, we get to learn something twice. That's something that Jim Quick always says, and that's always stuck with me because I have learned that when I'm consuming content in a way to where I already have this frame of mind of being able to teach it to somebody else, I get to learn it the first time, and then I get to have the words come out of my mouth, the creativity, the energy around the content that I just learned, and I get to teach it to somebody else, and that reinstills all of those different facts inside of my mind. Now, it's not always easy. 
Sometimes I'll be sitting down doing a course. I am in a course every every day I am in some kind of course. And there will be times where I do get distracted. And when that happens, there are times where I do have to press the the rewind button and to play back things when I'm not having that deliberate and focused attention, but I notice when that's happening to me. And I allow myself to make sure that if I did forget to put my phone away, then I take that phone and put it away. If I realize that I'm starting to think about one particular thing, sometimes a tool for me is to be able to write that thing down and then to set it to the side and to tell myself, okay, I can come back to that thought when I'm done with this. And there's these bricks of time that start to build up and you'll find that the periods go longer and longer the more and more that you practice this skill of of concentration and by allowing myself to notice when I am having a disruptive thought when I'm trying to be focused on one particular thing and allowing that thought to go away in the moment I can always come back to it later that's how our minds work then I'm able to really delve into being able to practice this skill on a much higher level. And it's become a lot easier for me to be able to do. And this is something that I think we're really losing the ability to operate with our minds in the way that they were designed for us to be able to use. We have so much self-reliance. Technology is amazing. But when we recognize all of the things that technology is taking away from us, Think about this for a second. When you were a kid, you probably remembered five, ten numbers, easily five or ten numbers. And nowadays, because we rely on technology so much, how many numbers do you actually remember that you could be able to dial without the use of your cell phone? What if you had to use like an old rotary phone and, and dial that telephone number? Chances are you call somebody every single day And you don't even know what that person's number is because you just go to their name and you tap on it in order to get a hold of them. And it's not to say that we're we're doing something that we shouldn't be doing. I definitely believe that technology is to, to be used to our advantage. However, by recognizing that we're not exercising these brain muscles as much as we should be, as much as we could be, we're losing out on a lot of I think the cognitive awareness and the cognitive abilities later on in time. So I will encourage you and I'm going to continue to do the same thing with you. Figure out one thing, pick one thing today that you can focus on solely and have deliberate and focused concentration on that one thing and practice concentration, practice bringing your awareness back to that one thing every time that your mind starts to get distracted and go easy on yourself. This isn't something that you're going to do for the first time and be perfect at it. But what I found by doing this over time is the more and more that I practice it, the easier it is for me to make sure that these distractions that constantly come up around me, they don't, they don't, they don't penetrate in that moment when I am having this time of focused concentration. So just a little tip for you. I hope that it is already an incredible day. I hope that you know how amazing you are. If you've gotten any value out of this episode, please do me a favor, subscribe, drop a review down below. And if you're not already in our Police, Fire, Military, and Families Facebook group, we would love to have you join us there. Have an amazing day and know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.